Turn in your scriptures this morning to Hebrews chapter 5 as we continue our study on what we need to know as believers in Christ today. This morning we're going to be looking at being mature in our faith. And so Hebrews chapter 5, starting with verse 7, starts off with this. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverence. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him, being designated by God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. About this, we have much to say, and it is hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the basic principles of the oracles of God. You need milk, not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. Chapter 6. Therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ and go on to maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God and of instruction about washing, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead and eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. Lord, we thank you for this time that we have to turn into your word. Lord, may we hear your call today to become mature in our faith. Lord, may we see the example that we have in Christ. Lord, may we understand the tendencies that we have in our own lives. Father, my my prayer for us all today is that we would rely upon Christ, the, the only one who can help us. In your most holy name, amen. Uh, this morning as you're taking notes, I uh, might kind of divide three different points that I, I want to pull from the scriptures here, three things that I want us to focus on. The, the, the first point is we have a great high priest. Write that down, leave a space. We have a great high priest. The next point I want us to look at this morning is we have a tendency to not listen. We have a tendency to not listen. And the third point that we're going to look into today is we have a clear call to maturity. 
We have a clear call to maturity. And as I'm reading through this, this book of Hebrews, it's, it's encouraging to me as a believer to know that, that without a doubt, I'm not left in this world on my own, that I have this, this great high priest. And, and in that first point, we, we do indeed have a great high priest. And there's, there, there's a couple things about this great high priest that I believe we ought to imitate in, in our own lives. We ought to be people who are imitating this in, in every way possible. To know him is to also change the way that maybe we're doing things now. If we're not living for his glory. In verse 7 we see where it says that Jesus cried out. And we get this picture of what Calvary was like when, when he was on the cross at Calvary. He cried out in loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death. What I, what I gather from this is, is an encouragement to me is that Jesus communicated with the Father. Today we need to be a people who are communicating with the Father. We need to be a people who pray. One of the greatest questions that's recorded the disciples ask was, how do we pray? And honestly, they looked at Jesus and they said, teach us to pray. Because they understood that Jesus was a man who communicated with, with God. That great high priest that we look to today, if we, if we really believe that he is our salvation, then let us be a people who imitate him and let us be a, pe a people who communicate with the Father. Jesus also learned obedience through suffering. Uh, these are just some points I've just pulled out. I, I think they're, they're valuable to what we're going through today. But Jesus learned obedience through suffering. I, I get a lot of questions. Why does the Lord allow suffering in this world? But the thing is, is that suffering produces so much good. Suffering produces uh, perseverance in the, in the saints. It, it helps us to be a people who are stronger in our faith. And, and Christ was able to be obedient to the call of God in his life because of the suffering that he went through. And so today as we're looking at Christ, this great high priest, understand we need to be a people who pray. And then if we're going through suffering, that suffering is going to grow us. And it's going to lead us back to prayer. It's going to make us to be a people who, who pray to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus also became, <laughs> eventually, at the cross of Calvary, he became the eternal life to all people. So today, I don't want you to tune out this first point. It's not a repeat of the last several weeks. This point that we're looking at this morning is, is the only point that matters. Jesus is the way. Do you hear that this morning? Jesus is the way. There is no other way. The, the other night, uh, the safety team, we all got together and we're talking about coming back together here in, in, in sanctuary and we're talking about concerns and, and, and you know, people had this opinion and that opinion and we don't want to offend some people and we want to make sure that everyone's safe and everybody feels safe, you know, right? And so we're, we're doing this and, and the whole time I'm just sitting there thinking, God, we just want to glorify you. 
We just want to glorify you. And in these times of trial and tribulation, in these times in which maybe we're stressed or stretched out, may we turn to that Savior right there, Jesus Christ. May we turn to him, the author and the finisher of our faith. As we're going through times like this, I pray that it's an opportunity for us to grow. That maybe this church, we're going to be coming out of this, doing ministries that wouldn't have happened unless we went through a hard time. So we have a great high priest. His name is Jesus. These are just some little points about him that, that encourage us, that help me. And to know today that as a believer in Jesus Christ, I just need to continue to hold fast to him. Continue to hold fast to him because now we're leading into the second point. We have a tendency to not listen. We have a tendency just to do what we want, to turn our eyes and our ears away from what the Word of God is teaching us and we go somewhere else. We're listening to, to something entertaining and we're listening to, to something someone, some human is saying out there today. We have this tendency. We, 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 we must be a people who continually understand that and continually turn our ear to God. Not listening does some things to us. Not listening to the Word of God. It tends to lead us down a path where there is no growth. If you're not listening to God, you're not going to grow. If you're not listening to His Word for your life, you're not going to grow. If we're not listening, that's going to lead us to missing calls. God is calling us today to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. And if we're so busy listening to other things or just not listening to the Word of God, we're going to miss that simple call to bring glory to God. Not listening also, it, it sets us back in our Christian walk. It sets us back in our Christian walk there. In that passage of Scripture there, you know, we read where it, it talks about how, how the, these people, they, he had this message about Jesus, and, and he tells them there in, in, in verse 11, he says, I have this message to you, but it's really hard to explain because, because you're, you're not listening. You're dull of, of hearing. And by this time, you ought to be someone who's teaching the Word of God. There's a little bit of chastisement going on here. He says, you know, I, I've got this great message for you, and I want you to do something with it, but you're not even listening. It's a, it's a simple message. It's, it's not too hard to understand. But because of your lack of hearing... You're just like a baby. You're just like a baby. It, it's interesting to me that the writer here, he pinpoints the moment in these believers' walk where they quit growing. And that point was when they quit listening. Are you listening today? Their, their point of no growth began when they quit listening and so today we need to be people who are listening to God and understanding that if we're not listening, it sets us back, it, helps, it, it makes us miss calls, it leads us to a lack of growth, it puts us in a dire situation. 
So we must be a people who hear the message. What is the message? Well, the one we just read, who Jesus is. I don't care how many times you've heard that, that first passage of Scripture in your lifetime. Hear it again for today. We have a great high priest, and because we have him, if we'll just listen to him, we can get through anything. We can get through anything. Going into the third point this morning, it says we have a clear call to maturity. He's just chastising them there in the last part of chapter 5. And he, said, you know, he, he makes mention of for everyone who lives on milk, everyone who lives on milk and milk alone is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child. That, that milk's great for the beginning. Milk is great for when we first start out. That, those basic things are great when we first start out. But as we mature in our faith, as we get older, we ought to be growing in our faith as well. Not staying the same. We, we don't stay infants or children for, forever. We, we grow because we begin to pick up solid food and in that solid food our, our body is nourished and we continue to grow and to continue to grow. Today our call is to, to, to not just set and be like we were when we first came to Christ. We have to be people who are continually growing in Jesus Christ. And before you, you, say, you turn this off and you say, well, this is a whole lot of negativity out, that, hey, you're not, you're not growing in Christ. What I want you to hear this morning is in the first verse in chapter 6, he says, therefore... That word, therefore, whenever that's seen in Scripture, it, it, it's like a, hey, listen up. There's Jesus. You guys don't listen to anything. And when you're not listening, you're not growing. Therefore, here's what we need to do. Guys, listen to this word today. Verse 1, chapter 6. Therefore, let us leave the elementary doctrine of Christ. And go on to maturity, not laying again a foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God and of instruction about washings, the laying of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. What, what's he saying here? You know, I think for a lot of us, we look at that and we think, man, that's, that, that's kind of the basics right there. That's what we, we do believe. He, what he's saying here is that we need to go past just knowing things and go into a truth in our life in which we know Christ. We're not called just to know things. And, and, and no doubt his audience, uh, the, the people that he's writing to here, they had came out of Judaism into Christianity. And somewhere along their Christian walk, they stopped growing. And then they just reverted back to what they had previously known. And they had tried to obtain salvation. They had tried to obtain favor with God by going back to the old ways, by doing the things that they had done for centuries and honestly, when you're looking through that list of things, he's talking about washings. Uh, your, your translation may actually say baptisms. It's not talking about Christian baptisms there. 
This idea of, of washings, this idea of laying on of hands, that's not really a Christian thing. It, it, it's kind of cross, cross-cultural, cross-religion uh, there. The resurrection of the dead, yeah, they had beliefs about that. Eternal judgment, they had beliefs about that. And, and basically what he's telling them is, that's not going to save you. Doing these things, knowing these things is not going to save you. Church, I want you to understand today that what we read in the beginning about Jesus being the great high priest, that truth is what we believe, and knowing Jesus is what saves us. Trusting him for what he did upon the cross. Remember, he was the one, because of his obedience, because of his prayer life, because of his willingness to serve the Father, that he was the one that was able to be made perfect and become the source of salvation for all mankind. This is the Jesus I'm speaking to you about today. And it's time that we as a church quit being babies. We quit just drinking the milk of Scripture. And time, the time is getting close. So today we need to be getting into the Word of God, the meat of God, the the big stuff that's going to grow us. I hope that through this this time of, of pandemic, this, this time of us not meeting together as a church on a, on a weekly basis in this building, what I pray is that we come back stronger because we have found ourselves getting into the meat of God, that we're, we're, we've learned that we don't have to come to church and be uh, pandered by everyone around us and, and, and treated like little babies, but rather we, we're having to do stuff on our own. We're having to study on our own. We're having to go out and, and to do ministry on our own. And, and it's not that I don't want us to come together, but maybe, maybe, maybe this is just a time that God is saying, church, it's time to grow up. It's time to go out into the world and proclaim my gospel. When we come back here in a week, Good Lord willing and the numbers don't rise. When we come back together, church, I pray that we are a power house. That we're not trying to, to just do works for our salvation, but we truly understand that salvation is from, from Christ alone. You know, when it's talking about that, that maturity, some, some translations say that perfect maturity, that, that perfect knowledge, it, it comes from a Greek word. The Greek word is teleiotis. And that Greek word does not mean a complete knowledge. It's not like a Google-type knowledge where you just know everything, right? This Greek word teleiotis, what it really means is that we have a mature knowledge. A mature knowledge. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, what, what Scripture is teaching us here is, think about your, your knowledge, your perception of the world when you were five years old. But then think of your perception of the world and your knowledge of the world right now where you're at. It's vastly different. It's vastly different. It's a mature knowledge. It's a, it's a knowledge based on your maturity level. As you have matured, your knowledge has matured. And so we need to have that type of knowledge. It's not like we're going to know everything. It's not like we're going to have all the answers to everything in the universe. When we apply our faith, when we become a people who 
listen to God, when we become a people who trust Jesus as the great high priest, when we become a people who hear the call to go and to be mature, that's not going to happen just because we're doing works, but it's going to happen because we know Jesus, because we know who he is. And it's not just a complete faith. It's more than that. But our knowledge is not going to to be something that overrides everything else. We're not just going to know everything. There's going to be stuff we don't know, but we're going to know what we need to know at our maturity level. These doctrines that we listed here, you know, they're they're not bad doctrines. I think it's good to have a layout of what we believe and and, and things that that help us to know God more, but the thing is, is that those do not save us. What saves us is Jesus and what he did on the cross. The call for us today is to go deeper, to go into a fuller study of God's Word, to to go into a a lifestyle in which we are stepping out on faith more and more each and every day. I was in two meetings this week, uh, one one with our association and one with our church. And in those meetings, I saw people stepping out and making recommendations that are completely out of the box. Recommendations that never would have been brought up if we wouldn't have been going through this time. You see, God can take the worst of times and and grow us. And grow us. The last verse that we see today is, is beautiful. Look at this last verse. It says this. Speaking of maturing. Speaking of leaving the elementary teachings. The writer, there in verse 3, he says, and this we will do if God permits. And this we will do if God permits. I've got to ask you something. Is it possible to be saved by works? Is it possible to be saved by being a, a good person? Is it possible? Well, we know that it's not. Ephesians 2.8 tells us that it's by grace, through faith, that we are saved. There's no amount of good works that will ever save us. And I hope today that we're, we're smart enough to listen to who Jesus is so that we can hear the call to mature in our faith. And a mature faith leads to the glorification of God. What excites me about our church here in Porham is that there are a whole lot of you that are listening to who Jesus is. You're maturing in your faith, and God is getting glory for it. As we go through this time, what would be great is, uh, as we're going into a a two-service format, right? That we'll have two services completely packed with people who are listening to the Word of God, who are listening to the call of God, who are believing in Jesus Christ, the great high priest that we all need so desperately in our lives. You see, this message, as we, as we continue just to, to get into it more and more and more each and every week, it's, it's not a repetitive truth. It's a truth that we need there. 
If, you, if you're snoozing right now, open your eyes and hear the truth today. We have a great high priest. We have the answer in Jesus Christ. Are we listening and are we maturing in our faith? Are we doing that? Because God's plan of grace through faith pushes us to mature. If you're really listening to, to God today, wherever he leads you this week, you can mature and keep maturing in your faith because of what he did on the cross of Calvary. My prayer for all of us today is, is that we would trust Christ with our whole hearts. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your words. Lord, these three points are so simple, but Lord, they're essential. We need this in our lives. We need this reminder in this time. God, we have a great high priest in Christ. Lord, we are, we are faulty, broken humans who, who, who have a hard time listening sometimes. And Lord, what we miss when we don't listen is a clear call that we need to grow up, to quit being babies to get into the meat of your word and grow in the maturity of our faith so that you may be glorified. God, I pray that you would call believers this morning to mature in their faith. Lord, give them a desire for your word. Give them a desire to, to pray to you. Give them a desire to, to, to grow even through the hardest of times. Lord, this morning I pray for those who may not know you. I pray that the Holy Spirit of God will speak to their heart and today they will believe in their heart and confess with their mouth that Jesus is Lord. Father, call us all to a deeper maturity with you in your most holy name. Amen. Mm-hmm.